Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to the GQ podcast. We were here to interview a king every week in the NYU community. They're going to be talking about their future, their past, and their present. And today I have a very special guest with me, the man, the stud, out here, running things, senior in the game, every, Mr. Everything, uh, Insta, GQ Instagram, GQ Social, Mr. Lee Boodoo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up, everyone? It's a pleasure to be here. Really happy to wrap it out with my boy Anias, the king himself. So let's get into it. Yes, sir. So, Lee, at the beginning of this podcast, we started off with a, with a little special song um, called Fantasias by uh, Ra Alejandro, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Rosalia himself, and uh, Faruco. Yes, just, uh, just to get a little idea, tell, tell us a little bit about what that means to you, what that song is. So... To be honest, I was um I was over at my friend's house one day and he played the song and it wasn't the best day for him. So he was just playing music that he really enjoyed. And the song kinda it connected both of us. It um it really solidified. We we've been friends literally like all our lives. Like he was one of my first friends. Um and in that moment he was going through something really rough. So I was also going through something really rough because I was just supporting him through it. And the way that song kind of changed the whole energy of the room, it really, um, it just solidified the fact that, well, for me, I'm a big music fan. So it really solidified the fact that music can really just change an environment. And this song has been on the top of my playlist ever since then. Um, there's a couple of different remixes to the song. So I play each mix depending on this specific version. I play when I'm studying and doing work in place of lo-fi music. So it's either a lo-fi playlist or just this song on repeat. That's real, man, that's real, I respect that. So um, a part of the GQ Kings podcast every week, I like to bring on someone, um, someone that's real influential in the space that's been here for a minute. And obviously with Brotherhood Week next week, it's important to have the seniors come in and, and chop it up about their experience and time. Um, just so everybody can get a little idea of who you are and uh, what you really represent. I just want to break down your, you know, your past, your present, and uh, the future for Mr. Lee Boudou. So um, just to talk about your past, uh, just give everybody a little rap about uh, how you got here, your story, uh, your motivations, and basically how you got to NYU and GQ. Yeah, so I, I got to NYU um, very unexpectedly. It was not at all in my college planning process until the very last minute. Um, Essentially, I only applied because my mom influenced me too. She told me, she was like, oh, just go for it, apply. And at that time, um, I wasn't really exposed too much to any major colleges. I was kind of set on going to a local college in my town. and my mom was just like, just go for it. You never know what could happen. And, you know, that, that's exactly what did happen. I ended up getting into NYU on a very generous scholarship. And it's been a blessing to come here. Um, it was never something, as I mentioned, in my sights. I wasn't aware of NYU, honestly, at all. I wasn't aware of how prestigious or just like beneficial this school could be for me and my, for my future. So it really came to me by surprise. And... Yeah, for pretty much I can just thank my mom, thank God for that, because it really is a blessing to be able to come somewhere um, with this kind of uh, privilege and be able to come out 
without too many worries about debt or anything like that. Yeah, that's big, man. I say, um, at least for me, I definitely could relate to that. That's, that's big. Um, and just like, just to think about like high school Lee was like, was high school Lee versus, <laughs> versus Lee today? Um, oh, or maybe like what's something that you could like see in yourself back then that's like completely different now? Or even something that's similar, you know, something that, mm-hmm. that you, you've just felt like has, was like a little like sparking you that's like really grown and shined since you come to the school here. Yeah, so high school Lee and Lee right now are definitely two different beings. Um, <laughs> and I'd say for the most part, that's um, all growth wise. It's all positive stuff. Um, and I'd say to kind of contrast the person I used to be, I'm a lot more conscien- conscious of like everything I say, everything I do, everything I involve myself with now just because I've been exposed to such a different environment. Um, growing up in my hometown in Long Island, it was it was very much so not the same environment that I'm exposed to here. Um, and I'd say for the most part, everyone from my town had a very similar mindset. So it was kind of like being in a community with just like a bunch of people like you. Whereas being here now, I'm with, you know, there are people like me, there are people who are similar, there are people who are very different. And I, I never appreciated how different perspectives can really shape and mold you. So I think just, just one of the biggest things in coming here is that I was able to meet so many different people um, in many multiple ways, different um, ethnically, um, socioeconomic backgrounds, culture, like whatever it may be. Like I was able, I've been able to meet so many different people and it's been um, kind of like a wake up call in a way where I, I just, I was exposed to, and I am being exposed to now things that I just never knew were a thing. Yeah, that's big, man. I think um, at least NYU, that's one of their big calling cards is talking about diversity or or at least the diversity of experience here. So um, I think a lot of people definitely come to the school you know even you long island that's still new york area but like you yeah. know you're in the city you know so uh that's crazy i mean at least for me coming from all the way from seattle like i'm coming here like i don't know i really don't know nobody <laughs> like I, I don't I'm, I'm like fish out of water you know so um but yeah that's definitely it's definitely cool uh for me i say kind of did you have anything from high school that like was really unique about you or really cool that you think like coming here kind of helped you grow in that aspect or helped you blossom in that in that area that's a good question um let's see so i'd say one thing that i've always had um i want to say pretty much all my life is just this drive to like always want to excel um, always want to succeed, always want to do the best. Um, and honestly, that was never even really always for myself necessarily. That was more so to just pay it forward to my family, my friends, and everyone who've helped me get to all those points in my life that have been like so impactful for me. And I definitely, I'd say overall, my drive and motivation and just my desire to not give up and to always want to go to higher heights and reach for the sky. I think that's always been with me. And I definitely, I guess over the last year and a half, two years, because of the pandemic, I fell off and strayed away from that mindset a bit. 
And I definitely went through it during that time because it, it was a real shock for me because I've never, it was like one of the first time, times I had lost motivation to like really strive for absolute like, you know, excellence and top tier work. But in a way, I also think taking a break from that and just taking a step back is part of what's driving me to do so much right now too. So it's not even necessarily a bad thing. That's big, man. I think um, that's huge. I think Thank a lot you. of people, <laughs> I think, yeah, that's a that's a common experience too. And I think, um, especially coming to a university like NYU, so. a lot of people feel that way. Um, but that's good. That's interesting to hear about your past a little bit. You know, old, old Lee versus new Lee. Uh, it's different, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, you know, everybody grows and evolves. You know, like old Kanye, new Kanye. <laughs> you know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I say, okay, so moving on to your to your present now. You know, here you are at NYU, CS major, mm -hmm. senior, computer you know, science. computer science. Yeah, bro. It's a tough major. Oh. You know, everybody's struggling through that. How, no. how have you come to, like, adapt to this environment and, you know, grow to, like, excel and, and, and move forward? So, um, I guess... Coming into NYU as a first year um, and taking my first ever computer science class, it went really well. It was an intro course and I was able to balance out great social work-life balance. Um, and, you know, I kind of thought that that first initial experience in my first semester of freshman year was going to be reciprocated throughout each semester. And I was very much mistaken. That intro class was definitely an intro class for a reason. Uh -huh. And I came to learn that STEM and specifically computer science majors really go through it. And they really do have to make a lot of, in my case, specifically social sacrifices um, in terms of just being less involved on campus when it comes to getting those good grades or even just those passing grades. Because I'll be honest with you, there's some times where I just had to settle for like a valid passing grade to just move on because you know, you got to enjoy your life too. And I just needed to find that balance. So in order to find that balance, I found a little bit of socialness and I just did what I could to get my credit for the classes. Yeah, no, I, I feel that. I feel that for sure. Um, you know, even coming into Stern, like that's like a big thing. It's like that work-life balance. Yeah, and bro. Even that like Stern managing curve. like, yeah, the Stern curve where you like be you got a 94 and you still getting a B, like nah. It's not. It's and crazy. then... Um, and plus, like, just managing the whole, like, social scene and everything and uh, clubs is, like, basically interviewing for a job. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's just, like, the things that come with everything. So I'm interested. You know, you, you had to make those social sacrifices, but, you know, you've kind of found this home in GQ. Kind of how has that, you know, grown? And, and how did you really say, okay, of all the sacrifices I, I got to make, GQ, you know, is not going to be one of those? Yeah, so... For me, GQ was one of the few communities at NYU that I've consistently stayed with. Um, and obviously I've been with AAP too, because they're one and one, they're connected with one another. Um, I'd say honestly, the thing that solidified GQ for me was it, the initial outreach um, and definitely just the juniors and seniors at the time who got me into the club. I, I'm an OP student, so I first was connected with some, some of the older heads who are alumni now. Um, during my OP summer, um, and yeah, they they really they reached out to me. They said I'd be great in the organization. They told me I, that they think that I love it, and what well, do you know? I ended up loving it. I ended up staying the whole time. You know, I'm still here as a senior. I've been on the e board twice. 
uh, consistently just coming out to meetings and stuff. Just it's a nice break just from schoolwork. Great way to socialize. Great way to just meet new people. And overall, it's a great vibe. So I think that's definitely what solidified that for me and just made me stick with it the whole time. It's that outreach, that connection and that bond of brotherhood. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, you mentioned all the old heads, you know, that, that you got you in, you know, that kind of mentorship is, is really important. And um, we try to foster those relationships, you know, at GQ all the time. Uh, it's part of our mission statement, of course. Well, so um, my kind of things like, could you remember, like, what was, did you ever have like a moment where like, you know, this is a place for me or like, obviously, you know, mentors and everything, they'll push you to the spaces, but you know, they can't make you stay. So my question is like, you know, did you ever have that like mo one moment where like, yeah, this is this is a place I need to be. This is a place for me. This is this is my spot. Yeah, so I think overall, um, again, it does kind of come down to like some of the alumni now who just like pulled me in, seeing that they were on top of GQE board, seeing that they were on top of all these other organizations on campus and that they were still like at a very high level academically. Uh, they're able to juggle all these things, take on all these leadership roles. Um, it, it was definitely something I very much looked up to. It was something where when I was a first year looking forward to when I was a senior or to when I would be a senior, I definitely wanted to be in a very similar position, holding all of these leadership roles um, and, you know, being able to public speak, mentor people, and just do all the things that they did for me that allowed me to stay here and feel comfortable in this zone. So, yeah, again, it, just, it comes down to what they did for me and just for the community as a whole. That's big, man. That's big. That's big. I think, um, you know, that experience is is something I think those that are that show, like, dedication to the space, like, definitely share and comment and um, yeah. I think for a lot of the first years, it's it's about like you know having that moment and having those people to help guide them to that moment. Yeah, that um, yeah, that connection is big, man. The connection is big, so uh, I really appreciate that. Um, but you know, not to, to step away a little bit, but not not drift too far. Mm -hmm. um, we got at least this year, you know, at GQ, your role is here on you know on the PR you yes, know sir, committee Check out and GQ um, Instagram. you know GQ Instagram, all our socials. Um, so where, where did that come from? Where did that spark in you come from? Like that, that whole, you know, graphic design side. I grew up actually, you know, um, grew up a graphic, being gra in graphic design in high school. Heard you. So, um, had my little, you know, little graphic design thing uh -huh. going on, you know, Dunbar Digital Designs, hit me up and you know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, I no mean, promo, shout no you promo. out real quick. <laughs> and I just did make one of the flyers for our, for our music conversation. So, you I know, I, I can't take I credit did. for everything on the I Instagram. Did. I did. I don't know, but, I, you know, I had to fill in for you. I know you oh, had to work that the day. The homie so. himself. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I where did that, up. where did that really spark, you know, come from? You know, obviously you see us, so. Yeah. I mean, it's still tech. It's still techy, but, yeah, you know, exactly. But where, but where does that like creativity come from? You know, especially when you have a major that's so technical. Mm. So where where does that really come from from you, and like kind of get you inspired to really do that? Yeah. So this is a little irrelevant to the actual reason why I ended up choosing PR. But when I was in high school, I took a business course, and I was the VP of the IT department, and that. Uh, we had to work with PR very closely, so I was actually doing a lot of graphic designing with them. Um, so that was kind of how I got my foot in the water with just the whole, I guess, aspect of graphic design and public relations. But, you know, for me, it was more so that that was high school. So that was like four or five years ago for me. Um, 
Damn, I sound old. But that's besides the point. Um, no, I mean, that was like four years ago. For yeah, me bro. It's great. Like, we, we some old heads now, too. Yeah. Um, but nah. So for me, uh, I do, despite having a mixed relationship with computer science, I love computers. I love technology. Um, I love creativity. I love being able to express myself in those ways, especially digitally. Um, I feel like there's so many ways to just go about expression on the computer. And for me, that's kind of where I feel like I shine the most. Um, but it was definitely a field that I'm also a little inexperienced in. I've had um, like work here and there, but nothing like consistent. So it, it was also about just stepping out of my comfort zone and getting into more of a creative aspect that I know I'm passionate about, but don't have necessarily as much experience in. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I think um, similar similar story for me, I guess. Um, I always was like, I think um, I wrote a paper on this actually recently. Okay. Talking about uh, like scholar. It was like the death of like uh, the like the the book industry or whatever, like through like uh, technology and all that stuff, or like how numbers have declined since like iPad and everything. But Word. I remember. Um, I got an iPad to, for high school because it was a requirement for all, for all of us. And, like, that's when I, like, was, like, I did. I was, like, on YouTube, like, all the time. Like, I was, like, <laughs> that's the only thing I'm going. Um, and, but, like, the thing is, I was, I was, I'm super interested in film and everything. So, Word, I even know um, yeah, so, like, film, television, all of that. And part yes, of that was, like, the whole, like, graphic design, you know, visual effects and everything. So that really, like, caught my interest. And I would, like, I would literally come home and just, like, spend like i do my homework and then like the rest of the night i'd just be watching tutorials on like after effects okay. and like photoshop and stuff it's like starting enough yeah so I, I just like was that's how i kind of got into it so you know you you kind of had like a, a real like job ish kind of thing yeah. but i kind of just had like my you know my youtube professor uh teaching that's me fire. but it's definitely cool you know to have you know i think it's something that everyone could definitely take advantage of or just like knowing the principles of like design and like definitely like basic like colored uh color patterns and and all of that is just like really cool information to know so I, I definitely encourage anyone to if they have somewhat of an interest in graphic design just to definitely get into it just jump in absolutely anything creative really i think uh, people always talk about like them not being creative people but you i think never it's know. like yeah you never know and i think you you can be creative it's just like creativity i think people think creativity is just like something that comes natural but like you gotta like practice it you know you gotta for like, sure you definitely can't just Think of something on the fly. If someone thinking of something on the fly, they've they've thought of like a thousand other things in that same vein that they just, you know, have haven't really implemented yet. So it's just like always being able to adapt to that and just think in a in a different way and just test it out and try it out. They created creativity is really a skill. It's not really just uh, an ability. Not so. for real. And then also just in terms of like, you know, creativity doesn't have to be that you can draw, you can paint, you know, you could write anything like that. Like. The beauty of being able to do something on your phone or on the laptop, iPad, whatever it is, it's a different medium. It's a different, in a way, it's creativity, but it's a different way of thinking of your creativity. So, you know, just because you can't draw or something, that doesn't mean that you're not creative and that you can't, you know, either attempt something or just even go out your way to try to learn something. Like you said, YouTube professor, like, that's so real. Like, yeah. everybody be learning stuff on YouTube, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I've been having, I've, I've been saying like, I've been going to college since I was 14, <laughs> you know, because I've been on YouTube. <laughs> hey, you know, who needs like, who needs need encyclopedias, none of that? Like, that's a whole professor, bro. YouTube professors, they, they underpaid. Yeah, <laughs> they underpaid. For sure, for sure. Now they making that ad money, though. They, they making that ad money, but like, think about some of these professors. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it there. For sure. I'll for keep sure. it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, we'll, 
we'll stop it there. We don't want to get cut off. <laughs> we trying to get sponsored in the future. I'll right, we'll cut that out. We'll cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's real, bro. That's real. I, re- I definitely believe in that. Um, so yeah, that's so we talked a little bit about your past, your present. Mm-hmm. What's what's in the future for you? What's what's oh. what's what's going on? You know, senior year senior coming. Year, we were halfway through, a little bit over halfway through this, the first Something semester. Like you know, yes, what's sir. what's the plans? How are you gonna look into to celebrate, enjoy, and uh, and really get through this last uh, semester for yourself? Um, honestly, I'm trying to take this semester and next semester as well, just as slow as possible. Um, just because the last year and a half, two years have in a way, just been stripped from me. Um, And of course, I'm still very thankful for the position I'm in. Uh, That's not to say like, not having the college experience is the worst thing in the world because I'm very um, knowledgeable of the privilege that I do have to be able to come back here and to be able to just say I'm healthy and things of that nature. Um, But yeah, I'm trying to just take this next year as slow as possible so I can enjoy every last bit of it, you know, being in person I, I definitely took it for granted, and I'm trying to take advantage of it as much as I can right now. Um, you know, going to class, even I'm trying to just take every moment as it is, um, even if I'm not a fan of the class. I'm um, just trying to be there in the moment as much as I can, and just enjoy my undergrad while I can. Yeah, no, I think that's a, that's the same for everybody, man. You yeah, know? bro. Um, I think at least coming from the junior's perspective, a lot of us still feel like freshmen. I feel uh, like a sophomore, bro. Yeah, I, like, I stay telling Chris that too. Yeah, you know, like we we freshman year, we come on the campus, you know, and then, you know, first like three weeks in the in the class, we we back at home. Like that's definitely Crazy, not bro. this is definitely that's not wild. what we wanted. So um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely definitely interesting, especially you know with us all being in, you know, leadership roles and everything now. You know, we feel like we're still new on campus, but we're still expected to be the, the ones that know everything. Exactly. So it's definitely it's definitely tough, but I I, re- I respect, you know, taking the time and just really having a, a good last uh, couple semesters. Yeah, I think bro. that's that's you know? real important. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's big, man. Um, so we all talked about, you know, your your your, your past, your present, your future. Um, let's let's move on. Obviously next week is Brotherhood Week. Sir, uh, you know, you the, pull up. yes, sir. Five events, all five days of the week. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great time um, just for the brothers to get together and, and really have a fun event. Uh, five, have fun events, yes, really, sir. plural. Um, but really kind of just interested to see why this would be your, what, third Brotherhood Week, technically? Fourth? Technically, Three. yeah, I think this is my fourth. Yeah, because, I mean, we still have Brotherhood Week like, yeah. online. But it wasn't the same. So it's third, in, like in person, right? Yeah. So, just talk about a little bit, of, you know, about brotherhood and like kind of what it's meant, um, even within GQ or even like how that's you know transpired outside of GQ for you so far, and uh, how it's really uh, important part of your life so right now. So, um, I guess overall brotherhood week, it's um, it tends to happen sometime between midterm seasons. So for me personally, I've been lucky enough for it to not interfere with any of my midterms. So I've been pretty active every single day um, that we would host events. Um, and I think what also comes with that is that not everyone's able to show up every single day. So like the days that I was there, um, I, I would kind of be surrounded by different people and get to make newer bonds and grow bonds that are stronger than they were previously because of that you know, different days, different people are available. So I was able to just like 
interact with different people that I'm that I usually am used to. Uh, I, I think that's definitely one of the biggest takeaways for me is just since everyone's, everyone's schedule was so different um, and I was lucky enough to be able to go every single day for the most part, like I was able to really just make the most of it in my eyes and just be social, interact with people and just, yeah, bro, just meet new people and on deeper levels. Yeah, man. I mean, I think that's what brotherhood is all about. You know, um, just really being able to, to take that time to really form a, a bond with people, um, especially, you know, being minorities on NYU's campus. Um, and minorities in the world in general is, is, is important to have that connection with everyone and, Stick you know, have somebody, yeah, yeah, have somebody that you could really, when thick, when, when, you know, when anything bad happens, you can come, when, Always, come bro. to them, you know, through thick and thin, they're there for you. And I think, uh, GQ is definitely a space for that. And, right. um, it's, that's a big blessing for me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, for me too. And I think, um, it's great. And I think what you do here and, and making everybody, feel welcome and everything that you do is is really important and i think it's 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 just amazing to have you know people like you that's committed to the space and, and be here committed to brotherhood and everything so i i really appreciate it likewise to you bro i mean you're really doing your thing too <laughs> I, mean, I definitely i appreciate it bro. i appreciate it too bro all right man group effort yeah bro just for sure it's i mean i mean that's the brotherhood we exactly come together. bro <laughs> hey exactly. we, it takes it takes a it takes a village for sure Work. um but yeah, you know, moving from brotherhood, I mean, I think big thing about brotherhood week is the is the events. So yes, we sir. got some got some nice events planned for this week. Uh, yes, we do. What are you What are you really looking forward to? What's your number one event? To be honest with you, um, I'm pretty hyped for casino night because when we did casino night, I believe it was my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. It got. It got really competitive, uh-huh. but it was still so much fun. And yeah. I definitely, I didn't win no prizes. I wasn't that lucky, but I definitely ran up a few games. And I, <laughs> I was showing off my skills, you know. Okay. I, I was running tables for a little bit. Okay. I started. It was cool, because for me, too, um, I was on the e-board at that time. I was the community service chair. So I was also, um, I wasn't just playing, but I was helping to host it. I was just making sure everyone you know, it was doing good. Everything was going as planned, things like that. So for me, it was like, that was one of my, I guess, bigger and first events that I was actually able to like facilitate in a way. So that was really dope for me too. I was able to like get the best of both worlds. I was able to get some leadership, work out of it and just practice that. And then also just chill with the bros, do all that stuff. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, we got some good games. We Wait, what, are you, what are you trying to play on Casino Night? Uh, I'm not going to hold you. I'm a big fan of blackjack. Okay. So okay. we're gonna see. I'm, okay. I'm on the spoons table, but you know, uh, if you got someone to cover for me, I'm definitely going to blackjack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, Chris, Chris been on on the space, so I'm Chris definitely always on space, yeah. bro. <laughs> so I'm I'm definitely gonna be I I'm mean, definitely gonna be at the space. I heard table. you on space too. I heard you're nice with it, so yeah, you know, I mean, hey, you're definitely gonna have some competition there. Yeah, come on. I mean, uh, but you know, it's it's a lot of beginners, so. It's, it's going to be tough, but yeah. if, if we got some real space players, I it's going to get nice. Exactly. That, that ends relationships. And I, know, I know family members that ain't talked for like months because of some space, bro. And that's some it's, real stuff, it, too. It's real. It's that's real. So space real. is real, bro, for sure. Um, no, that's facts. That's facts. That's dope. Um, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to spades, uh, and I'm looking forward to poker too. I mean, I'll be, I'll be taking some hands. I, I, I've heard, yeah, I've cool, heard you yeah. running it up on poker too, oh, bro. Of course, of course. So, you know, oh, I, with hey, many trades. yeah, come on, the cards, <laughs> I got the cards. What's Get that movie? Now you see deck. me, you gotta oh. throw me in that. Now you see me, you know, a little magic trick, you know what I'm saying? No. But, um, but yeah, that's, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to, um, 
you know, just just a whole week, really. You know, it's right. gonna be it's a fun time. I think we plan a good week, and uh, it's the, I'm definitely the future is bright for GQ for sure. And I think um, I'm just excited to just see everything out. I think uh, that's a big thing for me, at least, um, and all everything that I do in terms of work and everything I wanna I wanna plan stuff and make stuff, but I wanna see it like come to fruition. I wanna see it actually Absolutely, have an impact. Yeah. You know, I think for me, I don't know, I may be biased because I've never been like in that field, but coming to business school, you know, me being a marketing major, mm -hmm. it was like big on like you know coming up with an idea putting it into action, creating it, and then actually seeing it, seeing the numbers, how well it does, how much it impacts people. Of course. I just felt like, you know, sitting in an Excel sheet all day, I'm really seeing how much, I mean, I'm seeing my pockets impacted, <laughs> but I ain't really seeing, I ain't really seeing, you know, how it's impacting the the company or the, or the people we serve. So um, that's definitely a big thing for me. So I'm really excited for, for Brotherhood Week. Um, I think we start off the week really well with the mental health. Yeah, and then we move into you know the professional yeah 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 sets the tone nice calm way move into professional mm -hmm. got the nice movie night yeah, um and then casino night we run up the table and we have a nice little little alumni event at the end of the at the mm -hmm. end of the week so i would end it too yeah I'm, I'm really excited for sure for sure um but yeah i think um you something interesting uh a little side note that you brought up was you know your community service chair yeah. at the time um, which is now you know of course run by uh josiah yes, he's doing a great job of great, course great, you know has some job. great community service events Got the mentorship too yep, coming and, up yep and the mentorship come out next mm -hmm. tuesday for mentorship if y'all are interested um and then wednesdays for a mentorship committee as well yep. um but you know another thing so you were community service chair then and then you were also um in world changers yeah so just talk a little bit about that and how much like you know community service and everything kind of is about you and and how it's like been a big part of your life so far yeah so for me it's it's pretty much always been about giving back in some way shape or form um i guess in a way i was kind of raised and always i, I guess you could say i was raised thinking that community service was like a necessary thing that we have to do and i still believe that now but I think that's part of why it's become so essential to me now because I was like brought up always thinking about giving back to people, you know, paying it forward and things like that. Um, and I've definitely been doing community service events. I, I think the earliest one I could think back to just off the top of my head is when I was like nine or 10, I would do stuff um, just around the community, go to different places, um, no matter what it may be. And I definitely think in high school, I took a even bigger interest in it. Uh, I would volunteer at my church. I would uh, volunteer for youth football, coaching that. Um, the I, I believe it was the National Honor Society. We would do a bunch of community service events too uh, in my high school. And then, you know, coming to GQ, I saw that we did a mentorship program. I saw that we did monthly service events and things like that. Um, the community service chair at that time and a bunch of the other guys, juniors and seniors, you know, they urged me to go and I was going to go anyway. But, you know, it, it was dope to see that, yeah. like, everyone was about it. Uh, everyone uh, wanted to do it. So I was like, you know, this is a really cool vibe. And I definitely think it was the community service chair at the time, too. He was so he was so chill with it, but he was also so passionate about it. Um, so I, I was like, man, I, I can definitely see myself doing this. So I ran for it and I got it. So it was dope. That's dope, man. I, I mean, yeah, I think uh, not having, not being able to do a lot of community service with COVID and all yeah. that stuff has been, 
it's been nice coming back on campus and and, and doing some community service the past couple couple of months and it's been good. I think uh, just has been doing a great job and I think you know hearing you know the job that you obviously did you know while you were community service chair is obviously good too. So yep. I'm I'm uh, I'm just excited for more for more opportunities. It's been really fun so far. Yeah, bro. Um, so yeah, this is that's a nice little little side on to the to the podcast a little more information about mr lee yes sir uh, okay um but at this point in the podcast we like to to come in and uh you know at the end you know come in with some a little bit of recommendations mm. a little bit of uh, tidbits about about lee some some more quirks some more things so do you have any recommendations music tv anime blah blah, blah. i know you big anime Ooh, head anime. so Don't so if you got started. yeah so if you got some mm. things to put put everybody on you know this is a segment to to let everybody know what's what's up yeah and um, uh and, and share with the community what what's going on yeah. and what you got going on what they should be up to definitely um so I'll start off with anime because, you know, you already gassed up. I'm a big anime head. Um, <laughs> Don't let me down, though. No, nah, I won't. Well, we was actually just talking about it in the e-board meeting. Samurai Champloo, that, I think that's a great anime to get into because there, there, there's a little something for everyone. There's, like, there's emotional attachment. There's some good fight scenes. There's an amazing OST. If you're into, like, lo-fi hip-hop, pretty much the entirety of the OST is lo-fi hip-hop. Um it's so good um and it's short too so if, especially if you're like newer to anime you're not sure if you're gonna like it you're not sure what you want to start off with that could be a really great one i think it's like 26 episodes or something like that oh that's valid that's um, what i need they have it in english japanese yeah. and a bunch I, of other I languages be, yeah i'd be too far behind i'd be on like yeah, bro. <laughs> be like oh yeah you know you ain't seen naruto all the way yeah no nah, nah, I, I saw it when i was a kid hey, you know there's 450 episodes nah i can't <laughs> that's too much bro. i don't even know i think there's like how many episodes naruto like a thousand naruto nah naruto is definitely in total with filler about 650 700 and then yeah. Bar- baruto baruto is coming up on 200 ish so i mean i guess the whole yeah. three different series is close to a thousand mm. but if you skip the filler it's definitely closer to like 600 still bro. In it's, a life. it's a lot in lie. another life it's in a lot another life I'll, I, I definitely watched it in another life so i'm gonna let i'm gonna let that, that other version of me enjoy that i'll plug up naruto though that is my favorite anime okay, okay. so you know if you want to give it a shot i've definitely had my fair share of emotional tears and stuff that I've shed over that anime. It's okay. very good. I definitely heard it's, it's changed some lives. So. <laughs> maybe like that, maybe I'll have to watch it. For over sure. time. Yeah, 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 over time. Over uh, time. I mean, I've been saying I'm going to watch One Piece, and that's oh, that's almost a thousand episodes now. <laughs> yeah. It's been slow. I'm still on season one. Okay. <laughs> it's good, but, you know, there's yeah. a lot going on. Yeah, no, yeah, that's the same for me. I think I, I definitely like a lot of the anime that I've watched, but um, a lot to catch that's up on. That's a lot, it's bro. Catch up on. Um, but we started a podcast, you know, talking about music. So, um, what's, what's your recommendations for music? What you what you got for the people? What Ooh. they what people sleeping on? What are people sleeping on? That's a great question. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I've been on kind of a music journey right now, like more so when I was in like high school and stuff. I would only listen to like hip hop and rap straight up. Like it would just be that. Um, and as I mentioned, like just coming to this whole new environment for me, I was able to like open my eyes to all these different genres of music. Um, so I, I kind of feel like I was the one sleeping on a lot of music. Um, although I do, I don't know if this is a hot take, but I, when it comes to like hip hop and stuff, for the most part, I am more of like an older head listening to like Jada Kiss, Fabulous, um, 
you know, just older people. I listen to like Tupac, Biggie, all that stuff. I mean, it's all valid. I mean, I know, I know. I, I think know, you know, Biggie probably, in my opinion, Biggie like the best you know storyteller of all time in terms of hip hop. It's definitely it's, 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 it's him and it's him and Jay for me for 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 best rappers for, to be honest like in terms I of like, like in terms of like skill mm. it's like them two right like they at the top I think just like if if Biggie had more time for sure he he definitely Word. could be could make a bigger case Easily, but even bro. with like even Easily. with the discography he got now like it still holds right up to Jay for me but Jay just got so much he just been. On the planet a little bit longer. So. Yeah, bro. So <laughs> Jay's definitely good too. Yeah, um, I, I go yeah. back to his music and I hear like some stuff I passed over. I'm like, yo, this, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like, I was listening to something the other. I think I was listening from something from like Watch the Throne, and I was listening to something. And I was like, yo, did he really just say that? Oh my god! Like, and then I'd be like, yeah. I, I just walk real. away. I'd just be like, I'd be in the streets, like in New York, like I'd be on like five Ave. I'd be like, he the goat. He's a goat. Jay Z is the goat. And like everybody be walking past, like who is this? Now look, no, yeah, he definitely be having me wilding for Word. sure. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess for music and stuff like that, it's um, I've definitely been into more Latino music lately. Um. Just because I'm also on a journey of just like getting more in touch with my Latino um, heritage and stuff. So I, I think part of that does come with the music um, and just learning the language as well. I've been definitely picking up a lot, on a lot of like slang and just just like different ways of speaking the language. Um, so that's been big for me, too. So I, I'd say, yeah, like tune, tune into stuff that you like is different for you, you know, like don't be so close minded to like you're like one or two top artists and stuff like that. Like definitely be willing to listen and open ears to other genres because you'll be surprised. Like the song we opened up with in high school, I don't think that'd be my jam to be honest with you. But like now that that's a song I can listen to probably like all day yeah. and yeah. I wouldn't even have a problem with it. Yeah. Um, I definitely believe in that too. I definitely have my, my, uh, uh, Latin phase, uh, if you would say, I wouldn't even call it a phase. So it was like three years. <laughs> oh yeah, it's <laughs> like, not if phase, you, bro. <laughs> like if you check, if you check my Instagram, you see like uh, my Spotify recaps or whatever. Like 2018, 19, 20, all like number one artist, Bad Bunny, yes, two, J Balvin, number three, that. number three. Uh, what was it? Number three? I think it was like Arcangel or something like that. Um, but right. you know, it was a, it was a lot. It was a lot of uh, a lot of that, but. Um, I definitely like this year for sure. I definitely went on a music journey. Um, yeah, I honestly, I was listening to a lot of like uh, Latin music just because I was in like I took like five years of Spanish and okay. um, heard the bilingual. Yeah, so yeah. so you know, I got I got I got I'm certified. A bit. Um, but uh, yeah, so I definitely was listening to that a lot. But this year, I I've been like a big tip for me or for anybody that's like trying to listen to music, just like pick like a good song that you like, and then just um, go to like Spotify Radio. And then most of the time they'll like some of the, like the first few songs will be like songs from your playlist, mm. but after that it's just like songs that like sound similar yeah, or like from different it. artists. I do that all the time, on, bro. And like that's how I've been like getting exposed. Like I'm yeah. a big I'm a big Michael Jackson fan, right? Okay. So yes, um, I've been like listening. I've, I'll go to like one of his like good songs or, or like just some like good like album cuts, Word. and then I'll just like build a radio off that and then i get like i get like marvin gay stevie wonder temptations like all of this are like some old like jackson five stuff and like you know you get some good music like stuff that you like yeah stuff that you definitely wouldn't listen to like um on your own yeah but um definitely it's still good music i think like i think when like when you're young 
especially like in middle school or like even high school, I remember like um, I would always just like, like when we'd have events, like my grandparents would come on and be like, oh yeah, play that maze or play that, you know, whatever. Like, I'm like, no, I don't want to listen to that. Play some like, <laughs> play, play some like Jay-Z or like some Kanye oh, or word. something like that. But like, you know, you hear a lot of like where these artists get their inspiration from, mm-hmm. from like a lot of like these classic songs, like from these classic artists. And even those artists got inspired from someone else. So music definitely goes deep. And I think having an appreciation for, you know, kind of the roots of, of all of that and um, kind of what makes music today is, is really important. Even like uh, towards is like, I've definitely stopped listening to, I wouldn't say I stopped, but I just listened less uh, like Latin music this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've like been more interested in listening to kind of the like origins of like, I listen to a lot of Latin trap like yeah. when I was in like, like Latin trap and like reggaeton, like I was listening to a lot of that. Be fire, bro. But like genres. now, like I've been was more interested this year. I'm listening to like kind of the origins of all of that, like you okay. know, some of the, like the music that inspired all that, because like yeah. that's what's been interesting to me. So it's definitely interesting. You should kind of just see how music has evolved, you know, over the last couple of years. So it's, it's definitely cool. You got any recommendations of any of those origin songs? Ooh, the people want to. I, I do, I do. Not at the top of my head. Ah, uh, it's Not all good. At the top of my head, but but I, I could definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely could put put a podcast. I'm um, put a podcast. No, I was saying I could put a link. Um, we can have put, a podcast on that too, bro. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Go on. Uh, but yeah, for sure, for sure. Word. Los Reyes, Los Reyes podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that's some some good information. So you got the the music and the entertainment a little bit. That's yep, that's dope. Yep. Um, but yeah. Um, I think this is a this is a nice little episode of the podcast. Um, I want to thank you, Lee, for coming on here. Uh, it's been a pleasure to have you on. Definitely a true true king in the space. Uh, you're doing great things. Uh, yeah, I'm just really happy. You have any last any last thing, any last quick thing you want to say to everybody? Um, honestly, don't be afraid to step out your comfort zone because I feel like that's been something that I've been growing to. I'm still growing to learn to just step out of my comfort zone, no matter how, how uncomfortable it may be. Um, you know, obviously, you know yourself better than anyone. So, you know what you're able to do and what you're not. You know, if it's just a little step versus a big step, you know, take your time with it. But, you know, work up to that point where you're able to step out as much as you feel comfortable and proud of, because you never know what you might be missing out on if you don't. And I just want to say thank you for having me. Anais, you are truly a king in this community and just overall, too. And it's been a pleasure, you know, talking about all this stuff with you. Yeah, thank you so much, man. Love to have you back on the podcast. Maybe uh, in the future we can get like an update on Lee. For uh, sure. For sure. Um, I mean, I'll even co-start with you, Yeah, bro. come on. Come on. Hey, come on. Hey, we got, we got more episodes to record yes, for sir. sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, thank here. you. Thank you so much um, uh, for being in this space. You're definitely a real player and um, I appreciate it. Um, and as we like to end off the GQ co- podcast, I want to say thank you, Lee. And um, just keep inspiring and nurturing a gentleman's spirit, man. Hoorah. Hoorah. Let's go. Bless and love to everyone. Take care. All right. See y'all.